Hi there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. It's uh, Mike J. Erickson Brard with another episode of Fangs and Failures. That is our Vampire the Masquerade 5th edition. Some I almost said Bloodlines, but that's like not the right thing. So we're playing Vampire here uh, with our group of Seattleites uh, that own a little piece of the uh, wharves, which is to say all of a dock in order to, um, let's call it Keep Seattle under control um with me is our regular cast who are will be feel free to introduce themselves in discord order uh starting at the top with uh david howdy david here he him pronouns i am playing my bookish tremere tyree costa also he him pronouns next up Hi, I'm Adam. Today I'll be playing Carlos Mendez, and I remember next to nothing about this. So, it should be fun. Uh, Alright, hey, I'm Jonathan. Uh, he, him pronouns. Um, tonight I am playing Javad Devani, who is totally a blood-sucking monster and a vampire. Uh, he's also an import-export lawyer. Um, I think that's all I have. Hi, uh, I'm Zach, he, him, pronouns. I am playing Mila, and Jonathan took my joke. Ha! I am a monster, so... Mm-hmm. Checks out. And also a vampire. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Mike, I use he, him, pronouns. Um, and I will be playing everything else as the Bloodmaster, whatever. Storyteller, that's it. Storyteller. The Bloodmaster sounds way cooler. Bloodmaster. <laughs> it's, it's way more metal than normal vampire games. The oh, Blood yeah. Master. Speaking of normal vampire games, uh, if you like choose your own adventure style games, there's a game out there called Vampire the Masquerade Out for Blood. It is a story game on Steam and all those regular places. Probably God gets you. I don't know. But it's um, it is uh, it is fun. I am, I have enjoyed it. Critting terrible people and doing horrible things. But, but Mike, from what I've read about the game, don't you play somebody who hunts vampires? Well, that's the thing, David. That's two sides to the same coin. <laughs> Listen, I feel like you're judging my culture. Several of my... I, I know there are at least 11 endings. One of my endings includes being captured by the FBI and put in the witness protection program. Um, another one involved being put on the equivalent of their special affairs division. Hmm. Uh, and then three of them, I became vampires. So, like, there's a lot to that game. It's fun. <laughs> okay. Is it, is it, um, is the total, like, playthrough time shorter than Night Road, then? Um, that's part of why I haven't replayed Night Road as much as I want to. It's just because it does take a while to get through. Yeah, this is way shorter than Night Road. Yeah, it's probably about half as long. Um, yeah, also... Yeah, I feel like Night Road only had a handful of endings. But this is more of a... Not ending rush, but you know what I mean. Alright, well it's less about mortals killing vampires, more about vampires killing vampires. I believe that we had several uh, thoughts of what to do tonight. Yeah, we should probably say all those out loud so we remember them. 
Um, well, let's see. You've got the box that you've resealed. Um, with the partially reassembled gangrel, yes. I, a, I was going to say a disarmed gangrel inside. <laughs> um, I think that the intent was to wake up early. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and we were going to dump it in the bay. Yeah, dump it in the bay and then go deal with something else and come back to this thing later. Did we not already dump it in the bay? I thought we dumped it in the bay last night. Yes. If we have not yet dumped the thing in the bay, we are dumping the thing in the bay right now. All right. Since this is Schrodinger's dumping in the bay, we'll just say that it's been dumped in the bay. Okay. And um, you do not have to Yep. Yeah. deal with that. All right. That and we did say, I know I intended to say this, is that Javad made sure he took you know good GPS coordinates when we did that. So we know how to get back to it. Yeah, we might have like RFID <laughs> tagged the coffin or some shit, right? Like, well, like I suspect Javad has some knowledge of how to hide shit at sea, <laughs> just from his background, or at least knows people to ask, right? Yeah, give me so sure. Uh, if you want to do like knows people to ask, give me like a do you have like contacts or something? Oh, I don't. Otherwise, um, yeah. like a technology role. Uh, just imagining a bunch of like immigrant ghoul stevedores shoving this thing <laughs> over the side of a boat. <laughs> and I really want like, to make that happen. <laughs> it's maybe like an old fishing trawler, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Check it out. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I thought I had streetwise, at least some, but I don't. All right. Sometimes these fishermen take things out of the sea. Sometimes they put them back in. Sorry, I'm blanking. We're just gonna, it's going to be a streetwise roll, that would be my assumption. Uh, probably manipulation plus streetwise. To like talk to somebody? Well, it's, yeah. it's like the word in the street. Like If you want to know about how to illicitly dump people at sea, maybe that would be... <laughs> Larceny? That's a background, really, more than anything else. Well, like, I was trying to figure out what that would be. Like, larceny? Stealth? <laughs> um. <laughs> I guess technology? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if you want to tag it in some, like, geotagging sort of way, let's go with technology. All right. If you want to talk, if you want to wrestle somebody up that knows how to do this shit, like, that's more of a... Finding the right person would probably be streetwise. Says right here on my sheet. Seamanship, comma, body dumping. Wait, does it what? really? <laughs> no, it absolutely does not say that. I would have been impressed. Like, Although really my impressed. next sheet absolutely will say that thing. <laughs> that like black metal nun that I'm playing next time will absolutely have that proficiency. Do y'all not have like contacts and shit and like resources? Like where does that come from? Yeah, we have like background points and some of that. Like you, that the 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 vampire assassin weapons lady will yeah. absolutely know how that's, to dump a bomb. That's a good bro. point. There is that. Can we say this somehow tied into the lower book Fatima thing where I work with freedom fighters? Freedom fighters, people. Um, like how to set up a secure cache somewhere. Yes. How to set up a secure cast, yes. Yep. Like at first, Fedema was like, if you dump a body, it was like, yeah, you'll get some lie. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> 
you light it on fire and uh <laughs> you cut it up real small and you sprinkle it with some pepper because the sharks like the pepper and then you, uh... i really want to know if that's true or not that because <laughs> <laughs> like the step one is I... is finding a butcher you don't like that much somehow i doubt sharks have capsaicin receptors <laughs> I just love the idea that they like pepper. Make sure you season it properly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Apparently, there's a theory that Aztecs warded off shark attacks by putting peppers in the water. A capsaicin would drive them off. I I can believe that actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have very sensitive receptors for that kind of stuff. Yeah, and supposedly. Oh, apparently, MythBusters Aww. busted this myth. Aww. Aww. those guys suck. I agree. Aww. It was a literal rock that warded away tigers. <laughs> All right, cool. So, um, yeah, Javad, you get on the horn uh, and you talk to um, somebody that knows yeah. about uh, stashing uh, illicit goods in hard-to-find places and how to come back to it. Yeah. Um, and is your master cool with just, like, like helping out with these things? Or do they – do you tell her about the gangrel you tried to saw in half? Not over the phone. Okay. <laughs> Coward. Because she's going to want to know. I mean, I, I indicate there is something we should talk about next time we are in the same place. But definitely not okay. over electronic means. No. I am a lawyer, okay? <laughs> this is not something I say where it can be recorded. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you, don't, you don't take notes on the criminal conspiracy. You're <laughs> familiar with the concept of a RICO statute. Should overthrow the government. I'm just writing down what you said here. It's okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, yeah. Did, just for, for my personal mm-hmm. theory, did you actually fill it with concrete first? Oh, yeah. 100%. Fuck yes, we did. <laughs> wow. Okay. We wanted to sink. Sink, well, I mean, sink. It's, it was metal. It was going to sink anyways, <laughs> but like... Filling it with concrete, that's next fucking level. We don't do things halfway around here besides saw gangrels. <laughs> I just like to imagine if the dude actually does wake up. What the fuck? What the fuck, guys? Well, the good news is he won't be able to breathe. He does, I guess he doesn't need to breathe. No. But like, I move, imagine he has to move air to make noises. Right? <laughs> he won't be able to do that. So it's really just going to be... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Not for that guy. <laughs> I mean, ideally, if everything goes to plan, look both ways. Oh, uh, exactly. Or something, he'll never find out about these kind of things. <laughs> he'll just have questions like, why is my sleeve ripped? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a clean cut, but it's definitely not a clean cut. Oh... <laughs> <sighs> Alright, so yeah, we've dumped a, a kangaroo elder into the ground. I I have so many questions. Like I'm trying to figure out like what sort of like what how was how would that vampire be okay? Like they would not be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, is that like a final death territory or are they just gonna starve in there? Well, no, I mean, they're they're a torpored elder, man. Yeah. Like, I think you can stay fine. in Torpor basically forever. <clears throat> They're going to be really unhappy when they wake up, but we already planned for that. 
All right, cool. I mean, frankly, we're preserving them, really. Right. Like, the fish, the water's not going to get that. All right, all right. Yeah. Cool. Like, okay. if they were down there in the salt water with, like, fish floating around, that'd be different. Well, I mean, that's what the concrete does. Exactly. <laughs> we were thinking of them when we did that. All right, I'm convinced. It was concrete for your own protection. Uh-huh. All right, so um, you've done that. Uh, it's morning. Uh, I think there's a rule that y'all need to make about getting hungry from woken up, right? Uh, yes. I think there's even a button for it on the sheet. Oh, I already have a dot of hunger. Yeah, well, you always have a dot of hunger unless you uh, just recently totally drank... Drained somebody. Totally drained a, a person. Okay. Okay, so I think it's just a rouse check, right? Yes. Rouse! Uh, one? So I think Mila must... Right. Is a zero good or bad? I don't know. I said success. Hunger success is zero. Hunger success. What, are we trying to get no success? I think you just don't want to re- make a fail roll. Well, I think like I failed though, right? Yeah. Let's think... let's, uh, let's open up the book and check. <laughs> I'm no, I mean, trying like... to remember how to play the game. But we want to read rules. I don't know about this. Uh, I think you like, you just don't want to roll a nine or a ten or whatever that is. Two eleven. Oh, that's, wait, wait, wait. Don't, I don't like that idea. No. Don't want to roll a 10 like I did? Um, it's, it's been a little bit. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a hot it's month. It's been a little bit, yeah. Uh, okay, rouse the blood. No. Okay. Uh, um, on a failure, the vampire gains one more point of hunger. So yeah. If you Hungry. Roll five or less. Must rouse the blood to waken. On a failed rouse check, increase your hunger by one after completing the action. I, sorry, I'm just consulting the quick reference. It doesn't yeah. say how you fail, but. Well, it's just uh, a rouse Six plus a success, five or lower is a failure. Oh, okay. So it's just lower. And then yours is green because you got a 10. Yeah, which is. Yeah, two tens would be a crit. But we or can't like, get a, we can't get a crit on that. Which means you're cured of vampirism. Yeah. No, and I think right. like if we were super old, we get more dice, but we're not, so it's irrelevant. Because right. powerful blood, yeah, or something like that, doesn't really matter. All Maybe right, I should so... see this gangrel. I'll be better at things. Mila, you wake a little hungrier than you did last night. Okay, I'm sure that'll go well. I'm I'm super cuddly to begin with, so being extra hungry is probably fine. I mean, I've got more than one hunger now. And you know what that means is I get an extra die to roll on checks. Yeah. It's just the hunger dice mean if you get a crit with them, it's a messy critical. Right. Yeah, like, you eat the... Well, you saw somebody's arms off. <laughs> All right. So, um, various things in front of you. Uh, there is... Um, a Bible in the box that's now been filled with cement, uh, and at the bottom of the the Seattle Bay, I forgot what it's called. Um, you, we're talking about looking that up. There is the uh, Sabbat that we're being frenzied up a bit to the east. Um, I think that um, Tyree still has that Mage Skull. Uh, if he wanted to do anything with it, uh, the Troys might be coming back to call in their favor. And um, Mila, your sire's uh, hitter, uh, has been being a little bit hittier than necessary. What? Okay. There's a the, the kitty, the, the one that does the extrajudicial executions that can't be tied to you. 
Okay. Okay. Gotta go. Gotta go rein in a renegade vamp cop. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, but that's not urgent. It's just a thing that has been occurring from time to time. I think Adam has actually interacted with her more than anybody else. Hmm. Was that what? I thought there was something Mila and um, Javad were going to do. Is that that? Or was it something else? Can I go set this guy right? <laughs> well, I could persuade him about when it is appropriate to extrajudicially kill people. I have a lot of knowledge on that fact. Oh, yeah. You have, like, street cred on that, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, at the very least, if we could bring him in to say running it by us, it would help a little. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we could swing by there on the way to go check out the Bible or on the way back from dumping the body. <laughs> you know. What body? The, the elder. Oh, gotcha. The yeah. box full of vampire we just <laughs> chucked into the bay, Michael. You have a Please habit of coming up, up with additional bodies. <laughs> I, like last time there was a you you brought you brought food in, you threw him in the, the corpse shoot. Oh yeah, that dude also existed. I have no idea what happened there. I remember He's that. still down there. Y'all haven't done anything. Oh, wait, no, Adam killed him. Yeah, I think Adam killed him. I was gonna say, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure we <laughs> made sure to cross that off. <laughs> Loosen time. <laughs> if I remember correctly, um, Adam's character said, fine, rolled their eyes, grabbed a hammer, and walked out of the room. <laughs> Maybe. That, do- that does sound like any given Adam character. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like exactly like Carlos. What happened? It was very messy. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, uh, as penance, I'm going to have to... That's that's a that's an out loud joke, I think. <laughs> what? Sitting with the box by the bay, watching the gangrel just sink away. There you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh so who wants to go with well so uh who's going with Mila and Javad or do you are you bringing anybody with you to uh talk to Kitty? If anybody else wants to come talk to an ultraviolet vampire that has license to probably kill them, that's fine. They, they I will happily include them. <laughs> Seems like maybe a me problem and Javad can, like, help. I mean, that's all I'm trying to do. No, no one else is on the hook for it, though. Let's just say that. Alright, it doesn't sound like anybody's jumping in, so let's do that scene first. Okay. Uh, so do you know where to find this individual or do you need to go hit up Enoch to figure out where he keeps his scourge? Well, I figure if the problem is dude's just been whacking people, people, giant air quotes around people, uh, that, uh, should be fairly easy to track, right? Oh, uh, she's just enthusiastic about her job. So makes more of a mess than is strictly necessary for carrying out orders. Okay. Like, this person needs to die, hits their whole family, sort of thing. Okay, and we don't have, like, a staff lounge or something that we would go to. No, she's less... She's the opposite of official. She is official in the sense that everyone knows what she is and who she, what she does, but she's unofficial in the sense that, oh, oh, that's that's not... That's not really my 
job, right? This was this other person. They are the, <laughs> in a world of sacrificial lambs, they are a sacrificial lamb, so to speak. Okay. Whipping child? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I we could ask around. I, I could ask Enoch. Uh, if I If I have some sense of, like, where she hangs out or could be found or if she's, like, on a job, then I would probably head there. Otherwise, if I have no idea, I would probably... Up, you know, I just realized that our, our the line between me and Javad is labeled my lawer, <laughs> and I really like that as like a potential counterpart to lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this person maybe not a lawyer. Well, they're not they're... a lawer though. Yes, <laughs> they're your criminal attorney. <laughs> Yeah, if I know if I know haunts, I'll use whatever whatever avenue I need to use. Uh, it's possible I already know sort of where to be. I might have a cell phone number for her. I don't know how old she is. She's one of those. Yes, she would definitely have that. Millennial vampires. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is not the sort of thing that I think that needs a role in. in She's a haunted tattoo parlor in West Seattle, which is not super far from your location. All right, cool. We will swing back by on the way from dumping the gangrel. <laughs> All right, so I think you said like Elliott Bay someplace, right? Like where you heading all the way out to the sound. Just for my personal clarification. Yeah, I have. It's probably not super important. I do not know anywhere near enough uh, geography of Seattle to. I'm telling you, we handed it to a bunch, like a like a, a pack of a half dozen, like stevedore ghouls. <laughs> I told fresh them off the boat. Get stevedore oh, that's ghouls not, now. <laughs> that's not deep at all. Puget Sound's only like a thousand feet deep. That sounds deep enough. It's too it's too far to move in one turn with gaseous form. That's fine. Do you can't oh. teleport out of the coffin from there? I'm good. It's it's ten times the recreational limit for divers. It's fine. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have no idea how deep people dive. It sounds not that deep. Yeah, well, a thousand feet is gonna have a lot of water pressure coming at you. Um, is it every ten meters doubles the pressure? Yeah, because it's a small number. <laughs> it gets big really fast. Yeah, it's a small number that <laughs> increases exponentially. Yes. Yeah. Log two as you head down. All right, so you make your way down to West Seattle, and sandwiched between a rare coin store and the beer junction uh, is a Alaskan part, Alaskan part uh, tattoo parlor, or the the Great Northwest Tattoo Parlor. So I don't accidentally shame any real places. Um, and this is not what this place looks like in real life. I'm sure it's a very nice venue. This is a the sort of tattoo parlor where there's like. Uh, you know, I've never actually been to a CD tattoo parlor, so I don't even know. <laughs> what one might find inside. Yeah, like, what? what is... Well, it's a vampire tattoo parlor, so, like, tetanus. Right. You know what? It's going to look like uh, that scene in Blade 2, where people are doing, like, weird shit all over the place. Oh, good. Not to judge oh, anybody. Good. It's one of those. Right, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, like you go in and, and like Kitty's getting her eyeball tattooed or something. Yeah, like the Ooh. vampire hedonism den thing. 
Right. Uh, and these are all uh, really young um, vampires. That is to say, um, high generation, like these sorts of people. These are the sorts of uh, monsters that could st- take a stroll through sunlight without it hurting them too much. Okay. And like you make your way through, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, a dozen, uh, you know, several several rooms filled with um, thin bloods of various um, uh, designs of tattoos. Uh, like they're all they're all like <laughs> the ones by the door have the shitty tattoos, right? And as you go in <laughs> deeper. Right, it's where you get the the tattoo artists who are getting better and better and better, and then you get to Kitty, and she's got like uh, two tattoo artists at the same time, and one of them is like scrubbing, like ablating the skin on one side of her face to remove the tattoo, and the other one is um, giving her like rose roses with thorns and stuff around the uh, what's the part of your eye that has a color in it. She's, they're tattooing the scleria, yeah, around the um, iris with a, like a rose and thorn motif. There you go. That's an excellent setup for this uh, this weird uh, this this place. All right. This feels like a properly vampire location. Now. Yeah. So on the way back, I'm 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 definitely walking like slightly in front of Javad <laughs> with a look that's trying to say, "Yes, I'm a cop. No, I'm not your problem right now." Gotcha. Um. I will uh, sort of walk up to this scene in this chair. Are the people tattooing her also vampires, I assume? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, everyone, there seems to be a, a, yeah, there are a shitload of vampires here. Okay. What's her name, sorry? Uh, Kitty, like Kitty. the small cat. Kitty. Like the mom from that 70s show. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to picture now. Uh, so, Kitty, you getting some work done? And I'll sort of like sidle up to where I'm hovering directly behind the eye tattoo guy. Every night. That seems like a lot of work to keep up. Especially with as busy as you've been. Uh, a canvas that is not maintained... Uh, is is unworth the art applied to it. I guess so. And I'll like pick up some sort of implement and like flip it over and look at it absently. We uh need to talk. It's a shading tattoo gun meant okay. for applying you know fun little shades. Yeah. Uh we we need to talk. I believe to answer your question, Jonathan, uh tattoos I don't know about the new game. I remember the the was it the masker like the original one, mm-hmm. the original vampire. Uh, you could only tattoos always came back. You could have them removed, but they, if you had a yeah. tattoo, well, you were embraced. Your body basically reset overnight if you didn't do something like extreme to it, right? Yeah. So, like, there was a story about a, a setite. Uh, vampire who had like a bunch of like old sailor tattoos <laughs> and he wanted to get rid of them so they had to like cut off his flesh over and over and over again until eventually his body just wouldn't grow it back H- hence the sanding of one side of her face yes yeah yeah 
I don't know how I don't know how big you have to go to like make a tattoo stick. But like that's the old school version of how you got rid of one. Mostly I was making sure I was, I was capturing the fact that like she this is like putting on her makeup, right? That's what mm-hmm. she does every night. Yeah. Like imagine okay. being able to get like a whole new set of tattoos every night, basically. But you have to sit in the chair for as long as it takes, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should be cool as long as you're into it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to flip it over. Uh, I'm going to flip it over to looking absently at it. Uh, you're like, uh, boss wanted me to talk to you about your behavior. You're talking. Alright, you've been, like, liquefying people. I like to think of it as... Something between professional courtesy and... Uh, making making an artistic statement. Well, the thing about art is it gets attention. I don't know if you've heard, but that's not a thing we really want right now. And I'll lay down the tool and make direct eye contact in, like, the creepy rose eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kitty will smile and be like, but, like, so you're saying smaller pieces or less frequent uh, works of art? I mean, I... You, you have to let your soul speak through what you do. You got to do, um, what's, what's the phrase? Um, you got to do what you love, even if it's not a good idea. When push comes to shove, you've got to do what you love, even if it isn't a good idea. Look, I'm saying you need to cuddle with a defenestration, especially in public. But the parts where I, uh, I amputate a vamp's head. Via multiple shotgun blasts, that's okay. I mean, as long as there ain't people coming looking for us afterwards. Hmm. I can use this. The whole point is to avoid attention. Last thing we need is some mortal cop sniffing around. That's how we get Inquisition, and nobody wants Inquisition. Are you? I I've heard the Inquisition is just a ghost story that they, the elder generation made up to scare the new kids. You really want to find out? Yeah, I mean, Kitty, like, without moving her eyes, because that would be bad. Uh, <laughs> like, makes a broad gesture to the room around her. I mean, it's not that I want to find out. It's just that. You'd figure that there's, what, 20 of us in here? If there was a second Inquisition, seems like they'd be able to find something. I mean, how many how many vampires in this city? It's a big city, I grant you. But there's you two. I know of, uh, of Enoch, right? And there's also the prince and his whole gang, right? It's... It's not like we're exactly being particularly below board here, in my humble opinion. Well, clearly, what you're doing is above board in a way that's 
about to trigger some alarms. So, if you would like to remain in your position and, you know, around, maybe control yourself a little bit next time. Yeah? Hmm. So, the situation here is, is Kitty would like to continue doing her art. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you can offer, Kitty? I mean, uh, reading between the lines here, if you'd like to continue being around, is <laughs> is pretty good as far as not veiled, veiled threats go. But, like, you want to roll intimidate on that? Or, like, is a... I feel like it needs a... Yeah. Are you, are you trying to intimidate her, or, or what? I'm trying to get her in line. She doesn't seem to be welcoming us. I'm trying to appeal to her sense of self-preservation, which I think eventually just comes down to intimidation. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask for a roll here just because um, I, I think... I think Kitty's sense of self-preservation is somewhat underdeveloped to begin with. Okay. What's my modifier here, Coach? I forgot how modifiers work. I was just looking for like two two successes. Okay, over two successes? Okay. Boop. I mean, three is over two. Yikes. That was a... You almost had a messy critical there. Yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> this is really a place I want to go full freakout mode, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's like... There's there's a level of steely-eyed that you can get when you don't have a pulse. Right? That's what I'm aiming for here. I want to make her blink with the tattoo needle in her eye. Oof. How much celerity do you have? Celerity? Yeah. None. None whatsoever. Do you have like sunglasses or something? <laughs> sure. I am definitely I'm definitely wearing like the cop mirror shades at night. Yes. At night indoors sunglasses. Okay. Kitty grabs the tattooist's hand uh, and moves away from her eye so that she can blink safely. <laughs> uh, and then, like, I like I don't know. Um, you're 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 a bruja, bruja, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's 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 like Kitty smiles and says something to the nature of. Uh, Something about seeing her own reflection in your shades. Uh, damn, I don't have the words for this right now. This is the problem with occasionally having to be storytellers. That sometimes mm-hmm. you want to convey an emotion or a thought, and you don't have the right words for it. Mm-hmm. Basically, you did a good job. Kitty has been intimidated. But at the same time, Kitty is kind of enthralled by the image of her being tattooed, mirrored in your shades while you're being a hard ass. Okay. Okay. Right. And like... She kind of just wants to grab your sunglasses and, like, show you, but that seems like a terrible idea, and she has some amount of self-preservation. So, we're going to go with that, saying, okay, I'll dedicate my next painting to you, but it'll be small. And hanging somewhere dark, away from people. Yeah. 
no no people no 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 people no i take all my people down to the crematorium up by the harbor nice guy there as long as there's no blowback you do what you want to do if we gotta have this talk again it's gonna go less less friendly I mean, all right, Mila, just keep in mind, right? Nobody asks me to do the the nice, clean jobs they tend to take to you. <laughs> just make sure one day they ain't bringing me you. One night. Make sure one of these nights they ain't bringing me you. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. David and Adam, what are you all doing while... Um, Mila and uh, not Javad. Yeah, Javad. Yeah, Javad. Um, are hanging out at a tattoo parlor, scaring the locals. That D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is The Witch's Journey by Augustine C. Outro music is Negative Ecstasy by Blue Sky Moon. Both are available on the Free Music Archive. Music by Augustine C. can also be found on Spotify and SoundCloud, while music by Blue Sky Moon can be found on Ketza.uk. Vampire the Masquerade was created by Mark Reinhagen and is a storyteller system game of the World of Darkness series published by White Wolf Publishing. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder.